Utah travels to Pasadena. It's the Utah-UCLA preview. Bold predictions and the Pac-12 matchups and score predictions. It's all coming up next on Locked on Utes. Ute fans, welcome on in to Locked on Utes, your one-stop shop for all things University of Utah for October 26th. 2018, we're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Tyson Ewing, play-by-play voice of Utah women's basketball. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Wherever you can get your podcasts, you'll find us there as well. Just be sure to leave us a review and give us a five-star rating if you enjoy the show. You can also be part of the show by calling 419-777-UTES. That's 419-777-8837. Be sure to leave a voicemail leaving your name first, followed by your message, which can consist of many things, whether it be questions, comments, opinions, much, much more. Have your voice heard here on the program. Feel free to email us as well at LockedOnUtes at gmail.com. Same thing there. Just leave us a question. Leave us comments. Leave us opinions. Give whatever you want to. It can be read on the show. When it comes to social media, you can follow along on Twitter and on Facebook. Just look for LockedOnUtes. And finally, be sure to let all your Utah friends know about LockedOnUtes. It is game day, and I could not be more excited for it. Your Utah Utes are on the road in Pasadena, California, to take on the UCLA Bruins. The Bruins come into this matchup on a two-game winning streak following a terrible 0-5 start. They're now 2-5, and the offense appears to be waking up. Here in this episode, we're going to discuss the breakdowns. We're going to discuss the matchups. We'll talk about Utah offense against UCLA defense. We'll talk about UCLA offense against Utah defense. What are the keys to the game for both teams on both sides of the football? And I also have bold predictions for the University of Utah as well. A little bit later, I'll give you the Pac-12 schedule, give you my scores and, as well, my bold predictions for each of those Pac-12 games. All right, so what we'll do first is we'll go right into Utah offense, discuss keys to today's matchup. Where we'll start is Utah offense. What are the keys to success for the Utes? First thing I want to talk about with the Utes. First thing I want to speak about about Utah, keep the ball on the ground. I mean, this is a team that has really controlled the offensive line the last three weeks as you talk about their games against uh, against Stanford, against USC, and against Arizona as well. The offensive line has truly dominated, and you want to see the same exact thing. More or less, just keep up what you're doing. That's give the football to Zach Moss and run the ball ragged on UCLA's defense. Wear them down. As the Utes focus on giving Zach Moss the football, the rest of the offense will open up. You saw that specifically against USC. What you saw a lot against USC were the Trojans trying to stop the run, and Utah still kept going to the ground, whether it was a handoff up the middle, whether it was a pitch out right or out left. They continued to give the ball to Zach Moss and try to get him going, and what you saw was another 100-yard outing by the junior, Zach Moss. Number two, this one's a big one, continue to expose the defense by using a steady dose of what I called a mirror bunch offensive set. Now, first of all, I want to mention 
about the run-pass option that Tyler Huntley brings each week. With Tyler Huntley's running ability, the run-pass option is always going to be open for the University of Utah. Now, Tyler Huntley's decision-making is what has been really helping the Utes the last three weeks. His decision-making, dare I say, was kind of hurting the Utes in the previous three games prior to Stanford. But now, in the run-pass option game, Tyler Huntley actually truly helping the Utes in getting the ball down the field. Now, the Utes ran an offensive formation against the USC Trojans in which I'll call a mirrored bunch formation. I could be way off. I don't really know what that formation is called, but simply mirror bunch, what I refer to is bunching up both the wide receivers and the tight ends on both sides of the football, making more or less a mirror image. You have Zach Moss behind Tyler Huntley, who's in the who's in the shotgun. You'll then have wide receivers on each side, which is roughly about no more than about five feet away from the linemen on each side, kind of squarely behind, maybe to the left or to the right of these wide receivers. You'll bunch in those tight ends and. Utah has plenty of options to call when inside that bunch formation. The Utes ran that last week against USC, and what you saw were pickups for Zach Moss of four or five yards, followed by a play-action pass and a dump-off to a tight end. Or, and again, this goes back to a run-pass option, or you saw Tyler Huntley's ability to escape pressure and, and pick up chunk yardage on his own. If I recall, Tyler Huntley's rushing touchdown came from this formation where he rolled out left and was able to find a seam in the defense and punch it in for the score. Another play, which was kind of my dagger for the University of Utah, was coming out of this formation as well. The fake handoff to Zach Moss as USC was predicting run there in the beginning of the fourth quarter. Jalen Dixon found space as mostly everybody was bunched in, about eight guys in the box, if I recall, and Jalen Dixon, he found space between a one-on-one matchup because of his speed, and Tyler Huntley put it right on the money for a big gain, and I put Utah deep in USC territory, and they were able to cap it off with a score of their own to more or less put the game away, even though you might say that the game was pretty much done with prior to the beginning of that drive. Number three, eliminate turnovers entirely. Now, yes, turnovers have not been a problem for Utah's offense. That's not what I'm worried about. It's UCLA's defense that has me a little bit worried as the Bruins have forced seven turnovers in the last two games, both wins, keep in mind. So just simply be smart with the football. Tyler Huntley's been doing that, continue to do that. Tyler Huntley can't force it into a wide receiver. If he sees that there's coverage downfield, just be smart, tuck uh, tuck it away, and run or you know, do what you've been doing, and if pressure collapses, throw the ball out of bounds and move on to the next play. And number four, patience is a virtue. The head coach, Chip Kelly, he sounds familiar, doesn't he? Yes, former Oregon head coach. Chip Kelly's offenses willingly allow opposing offenses to own the position battle with his high-powered, no-huddle, get-to-the-line-as-much-as-possible, play-after-play, the Utah offense should be able to own the time of possession battle, and it shouldn't even be a problem. And the reason why I feel this is important is to wear out UCLA's defense. Keep your own defense very fresh all game long, 
and wear out UCLA's defense. And continue to use your offensive sets wisely. You know, as I mentioned, uh, coming out of that kind of, again, it's my own name for it, a mirror bunch formation, pick up three or four yards on first down. Give the ball to Zach Moss and let him pick up four yards and then do another little dink and dunk for second and call it six and try to get into third and two range. Once you do that, continue to whether you want to do a play action pass, whether you want to give it back to Zach Moss to pick up the first down, and then on the next play, do something a little bit different. Mix it up a little bit. Maybe maybe pick up eight yards on first down coming out of a run-pass option for Tyler Huntley. Then on second and two, your playbook opens right up. Do you want to go downfield? Do you want to take a deep shot? You know, Utah's ability to get downfield against USC was, was, was what was really special to see. And by... Being smart on first and second down, the Utes were able to get the ball down the field. So just simply be smart with the football and use up the clock. All right, keys for UCLA defensively. So what I'm doing is I have four keys for Utah and three keys for UCLA. Here's my three keys for the Bruins on defense. Number one, force Utah to have to beat you through the air. (laughs) Now, yes, I know what you're saying. Tyler Huntley did that last week against UCLA. I still feel that if you are an opposing defense with with this Utah offense, the only way to stop Utah is to stop their running game. If you have to force Tyler Huntley to put the ball in the air, more often than not, it's going to be for your advantage. Unless Tyler Huntley, which it sure looked like it, is turning things around and truly becoming a passing quarterback. And that's where it becomes dangerous if you are a foe of Utah. UCLA number one goal should be to force Utah to have to throw the football. Number two, I don't know how possible this is going to be for the Bruins, but I'm going to use the word attempt in more or less bold lettering. Attempt to out-physical Utah wherever possible. Exploit whatever potential weakness might be open for the offensive line. And when you play against this team, they're a physical beast. So when you play against them, the best way to attack is to find any weakness. Find it early and attack often and throughout. Now, I'm not saying it's easy because Utah doesn't have very many weaknesses right now. But there has to be weakness somewhere. There has to be an Achilles heel. And if UCLA can find it and exploit it, maybe there's an advantage there for UCLA defense. And number three, win the turnover battle. They've been doing that the last three weeks, and it's been paying off in big ways. Get Tyler Huntley in tough situations and force him to make bad plays. And I don't know how possible that is right now, because it seems as though he's in this groove now. But you have to attempt to get Tyler Huntley in tough situations and force him to make bad plays. Uh, That's where if you flip the script, I talked about Tyler Huntley being smart with the football and not trying to force it. All right, my key matchup is going to be the defensive backfield. We'll just throw in a couple of names, Quinton Lake and Elijah Gates versus the entire receiving core. Now, I told you that that in order for UCLA to have success, I feel they have to force Utah to, to air it out. But what we saw last week was Tyler Huntley be very effective in the throw game as nine different receivers recorded a reception for the Utes, including 13 combined by Britton Covey, Samson Nakua, and Brant Keithley, the tight end. Now, Quinton Lake and Elijah Gates were huge last week. Both came up with interceptions on great plays, mind you, uh, for UCLA. 
So I'm just going to throw out a couple of names, but really it's the collective unit of the entire backfield for UCLA against, could it be, a new strength for the Utes, their wide receiving core? Well, we can continue to find out as the season rolls along. Now, again, I have to continue to mention this, but it's only because I love them so very much. I need to talk to you guys about Sling TV. I love college football, and here coming up soon, as I talked about in yesterday's podcast, college basketball is right around the corner, too. And there's a specific team in the East Coast that might be one of the most exciting teams in all of college basketball, and I want to watch them as many times as I possibly can. With Sling TV... I will be able to do that. Sling TV, far and away the best way to get your college sports. For $30 a month, you get ESPN, you get Pac-12, you get the SEC Network, and much, much more, and you can go anywhere with it. There's no useless channels, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and cancel at any time. So if I want to wake up on a Saturday morning and watch Duke basketball, watch Zion Williamson, because I want to see him get 15 dunks in a game, I'm going to jump on Sling TV because it gives me the options that I need right away. Another thing that's great about Sling TV is they give me the option to test this out first, see if it's something that I love. You guys can do the same exact thing. Locked On listeners can get their free seven-day trial by logging on to sling.com slash locked on. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash locked on to claim your seven-day free trial. And again, if you're like me, you want to watch your college football when with college basketball coming around the horn and you don't know where to find your game, with Sling TV, you're going to be able to in a very quick and simple manner. Sling TV, truly the place to get your college sports. All right, we'll take a quick break. And when we return, it's time to break down this Utah defense against this UCLA offense. That's coming up next on this edition of Locked On Utes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Utes. Once again, I'm your host, Tyson Ewing. As we continue to dive into this matchup between Utah and UCLA, And before I go any further, I actually have to mention how wonderful it is um, that we continue to see outpouring of support uh, for the Utah track star Lauren McCluskey, who lost her life earlier this week. Utah football will honor Lauren by wearing a really cool design on the back of their helmets where it's going to be a shoe with wings on the back of it and what looks like little angel wings and the name Lauren on the sneaker to honor Lauren McCluskey. And uh, just, and again, outpouring has been terrific. One specific shout out that I can think of right now, Donovan Mitchell, the shooting guard for the Utah Jazz, actually against the Houston Rockets back on Wednesday night, took out his pair of sneakers and wrote the name Lauren McCluskey right on his shoes. Following a post-game interview on NBA TV, giving a, a really, truly terrific statement as to the reason why he was wearing those shoes. And, uh, you know, just continue to see terrific outpouring from the community and especially that wonderful uh, gesture by Donovan Mitchell as truly that kid is is special and we love him here in the Salt Lake Valley. And if you're outside the Salt Lake Valley, figure out who Donovan Mitchell is. Uh, you will love him as well. He's an ambassador of Salt Lake City and not even from here. And he's only 21, 22 years old. So... 
what we saw this week from the entire country, from the entire, or what we saw this week from the entire state, from other colleges as well, and from uh, outpouring of love from people outside of the state as well, has been uh, truly, again, heartwarming and awesome to see. All right, so now let's just dig right in and continue onwards with UCLA offense against Utah defense. Now, this is where uh, we talked last week. Utah defense might have had their best game, their most dominant game, despite the fact that they gave up 28 points. And if you could say that against an outing like that, then it must have been really, really good because 28 points does not seem like a good defensive night. But frankly, if you watch game film, then you will see that Utah dominated on the defensive side of the football. Can they do it again? All right, so let's dive right in and talk about the keys offensively for UCLA. Number one, continue to feed the beast. The UCLA offense has been clicking as of late, and it's in large part because of their running back, Joshua Kelly. Joshua Kelly has carried the ball over the last two weeks 61 times and has gained almost 300 yards as well as scoring four touchdowns during their two-game win streak. Now, really, the run has opened the pass game for UCLA, and the quarterbacks have been finding receivers at a very high rate. Dorian Thompson-Robinson against Cal was 13 of 15, and then 5 of 8 against Arizona before being knocked out with an injury. But then Wilton Spate came out and was pretty effective as well, 17 of 27. So a combined over the last two games for these two quarterbacks, combined 35 of 50, which is 70% completion rating for the last two games. Uh, so what you're seeing is by giving the football to Joshua Kelly, it's opened the pass game for the UCLA Bruins as well. Number two, keep the quarterback, whether that be uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson or Wilton Spate, still kind of unclear on which quarterback we'll see. It appears as though Wilton Spate will get the start, but it's very possible that we'll be able to see Dorian Thompson-Robinson, the terrific freshman, uh, play some time as well. But we'll have to see come game time if DTR will be out on the field. Uh, just keep the quarterback upright. The O-line will face really what I expect to be the toughest uh, task of the season, and this is an offense that's given up six sacks over the last two games and a total of 21 during the season. So, not very good. In order for UCLA to be successful, they need to give whichever quarterback it is the time to find an open receiver. Will they be able to do that? Number three, just don't fear this defense. It's amazing, yes, but UCLA showed what they could do against a potent defense by putting up 24 points against Washington back on October 6th. Really, October has been a great month for UCLA. It really has been. And it started back on October 6th where they gave Washington all they could handle by uh, just barely losing to the Huskies 31-24, to but putting 24 points up against a really good defense to the Washington Huskies. Really just stick to the game plan that's drawn up and execute. That's really what it is. Stick to the game plan and execute. If they can do that, you know, they really might give Utah some fits on the offensive side of the football. Now, conversely, the key is for Utah on the defensive side of the football. It's always going to be this every single time. Expect me to put this down every week for the key defensively for Utah, and that's number one, stop the run. Now, maybe if they play Washington State again, that might not necessarily be the... <laughs> the first key, but it's going to be the key here, and especially against a kid that's run at least 100 yards in each of the last four games. It's going to be simple, stop the run. Now, I mentioned this a couple of days ago. The Utes are the number one ranked 
rushing defense in the country. They've only allowed 100 yards to one team, and that was against Washington where Miles Gaskin ran for over 100 yards. Utah will need to be stout in the run game today and not allow Joshua Kelly to get another 100-yard game. Number two, get to the quarterback. As Just as much as it's a key for UCLA to stop, it's as much as a key for Utah to exploit and get to the quarterback. UCLA allowed four sacks last weekend against Arizona. Yeah, you heard me right. Four sacks against Arizona. Try to get to the quarterback, take him down early, and not allow Dorian Thompson-Robinson to find space. Now, again, that's if DTR even plays because we're fully expecting to see Wilton Spade out there to start this football game. And number three, win the field position battle. Simply just force UCLA to have to get into three-and-out situations and punt deep within their own territory. Get good field position so that the offense can do their thing. Number four, place Javelin Guidry on the best wide receiver, Caleb Wilson. Here's the reason why. Pro Football Focus rated Javelin Guidry as the highest-rated five-slot quarterback in the entire country for his performance last weekend. Remember when I said that Javelin Guidry was my game ball? He, he deserved the game ball? That stat backs me up, and I love it. Javelin Guidry, uh, stick him on their best wide receiver and let him do his damage because he's been special as of late, and you got to love what he's producing from the backfield. My key matchup for this aspect of the game, Utah defense versus UCLA offense, that's Joshua Kelly versus the O-line. Joshua Kelly, I've just barely mentioned this, four straight 100-yard games that he's had against Pac-12 schools, all four Pac-12 games, he has over 100 yards rushing. It doesn't matter who it is, whether it's Bradley and I, whether it's Lecky Fotu, whether it's Tafua, whether it's Pututa, whether it's Tapai, whether it's Penansini, whether it's Pete Tonga or Nick Henninger. This is this is a front that Kyle Whittingham was a little bit nervous to begin the season, but guess what? They've proven that they have the depth in large part. There he is again, Max Tapai. You gotta love him. He's come in strong and really provided a nice little punch for Utah off the bench. Now, a moment ago, I talked to you guys about Sling TV and a way for you guys to be able to watch the games that you want to see. Now I want to talk to you about Vivid Seats and a way for you to be at the events that you want to see. Vivid Seats, an online event ticket marketplace that's dedicated to providing fans of live entertainment with experiences that last a lifetime. If you've not been to an event lately, it's time. It's time for you guys to get out and to come enjoy what the stadium, what the arena what that atmosphere can bring into your life. Because it's awesome, folks. It's terrific. Not only does Vivid Seats give you access to sporting events tickets, it gives you access to concert tickets, to theater tickets as well. Vivid Seats offers great prices and an easy way of being able to purchase them. Download the app, whether it be the Google Play Store, whether it be the Apple Store. Find the app, download it, and you can get a special offer as well when you make your first order. Just go to promo code locked on when you download the app and receive $20 off any order over $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. All Vivid Seats confirmed orders are backed by a 100% guarantee. So if you don't want to watch the game on TV, you want to be there, Vivid Seats is the application for you. Get it today and start purchasing your tickets for all live sporting events, concerts, theater, and more. 
It's Vivid Seats. All right, we'll take a break and come back on the other side with my bold predictions for this Utah-UCLA game and the Pac-12 matchups and my score predictions, as well as I'm going to toss in some bold predictions in there as well. That's coming up next on Locked On Utes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back inside Locked On Utes here on a Friday as the Utes get set for UCLA tonight at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. Now, I want to give you guys my bold predictions for this game. I've got five bold predictions, and uh, we'll just jump right into them. Number one, Utah's been on a tear as of late, offensively scoring 40-plus points in three consecutive games. My prediction might not be popular with Utah fans, but I predict that Utah will not score 40-plus points. However, to make it a little bit nicer... Utah will score 31 points and only allow 13 points to the UCLA Bruins. The final score of this game will be 31-13. to And when you look at the box score, it's sure going to look pretty with that beautiful palindrome score uh, on that scoreboard. Number two, Joshua Kelly's four-game 100-yard streak will come to an end this evening in Pasadena. Number three, Tyler Huntley will complete 74% of his passes and will throw two touchdowns and will throw one interception in this game. Number four, Zach Moss will average six yards per carry on the ground. And number five, my game balls, Zach Moss, because I believe the ground game is going to be key in this game for Utah. Cody Barton, because frankly that man is due for a big time game and even possibly a turnover. And number three, Matt Gay. Matt Gay will be solid again. He will not miss a field goal. And the Utes will get the 31-13 victory in Pasadena. So my five bold predictions, Utah will not score 40. Joshua Kelly's 100-yard streak will come to an end. Tyler Huntley will complete 74% of his passes. will throw two touchdowns and an interception. Zach Moss will average six yards per carry. I don't know if I mentioned this, but he will score two touchdowns as well. And the game balls will go to Zach Moss, Cody Barton, and Matt Gay. All right, so now let's get you... A little preview of the Pac-12, the games that the entire conference has coming up, give you my score predictions as well as a bold prediction for each team. First matchup of the day, Oregon State. This is on Saturday. The first matchup of Saturday will be Oregon State in Colorado at 1 p.m. on the Pac-12 network. Not even going to be close. Colorado is going to come out of the gates. They're going to destroy Oregon State by a final of 48-10. to Uh, My two predictions, number one, Steven Montez, quarterback for Colorado, will throw for 250 yards, and he will sit the entire second half. My bold prediction for Oregon State, the Beavers will muster a total of 125 yards in this game. That's simple. Oregon State is terrible. Second game, Arizona State versus USC, 130 kickoff on ABC. This is a big matchup for both of these teams to keep in it in the Pac-12 South. My prediction will be a USC win by a final of 27-20, to 20, and ASU will lose their fifth game of the season by exactly seven points. My two bold predictions, number one, Michael Pittman will score two touchdowns and earn over 100 receiving yards in the game. And number two, Manny Wilkins will throw for 350 yards, uh, one touchdown, and end the game on an interception as they will try to put points on the board to tie the game up but they will lose on a game-ending interception. 
Third game of the day, number 15, Washington versus Cal. That's a 4.30 kickoff on FS1. This will be a big win for Washington. Final score will be 34-10. Uh, My two bold predictions, number one, Miles Gaskin will run for 200 yards in this game. And number two, Cal will not score a touchdown in the first half. Not even just a touchdown. How about this? Cal will not score in the first half. The fifth game or the fourth game on the docket for the Pac-12, number 14 Washington State against number 24 Stanford, a 5 p.m. kickoff on the Pac-12 network. Not sure how I feel about that, but nonetheless, my prediction: 38 to 28 will be the win for Washington State. That might not be popular, as especially the game is being played at Stanford. But I'm going to take Washington State on the road to be able to move the football and put points on the board against the Stanford Cardinal. 38 to 28 will be my final. My two bold predictions. Number one, Gardner Minshew will throw for 450 yards and five touchdowns. Minshew will have a monster game against the Stanford Cardinal. My second prediction, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside will have over 100 yards receiving and score two touchdowns in this game for the Cardinal, but they will come up short. 38-28 will be the win for Washington State. And finally, the last game on the docket for the Pac-12 South tonight. It's the only super late-night game. This is interesting. You expect most Pac-12 games to be late at night. Oregon at Arizona, an 8.30 kickoff on ESPN. And this game will be controlled by Oregon after two really emotional games as they, they can kind of take this one and run away with it early. And I think that that's exactly what they'll do. My two bold predictions, number one, Justin Herbert will have a completion percentage of 79% or higher. And number two, Arizona will not force a punt until the fourth quarter. So Oregon will win this game very handily by a final of 52-17. to 17. So there you go, Pac-12 matchups, predictions, uh, score predictions, and as well, tossing in a bold prediction in there for you as well. Again, I want to thank you guys, as always, for tuning into the Locked On Utes podcast. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And I know I mentioned this, and it's probably a, and I'm probably a broken record at this point. But please, if you like the show, share it with your Utah friends. Leave us a review and a five-star rating as well if you like the show. And feel free to be a part of the show as well, calling that number 419-777-UTES, leaving your voicemail, or email me as well at LockedOnUtes at gmail.com and be heard here on the program as I love hearing from you guys and want nothing more than for you to be a part of this show as well as it is for you, the fans. All right, we'll be back on Monday as I will not be able to do a post-game show this weekend. We'll be back on Monday to break down this Utah-UCLA game going on tonight. 8.30 is your kickoff time. The game can be found on ESPN. It's Utah, it's UCLA, and it should be a good one in the Rose Bowl. This is Locked on Utes for October 26th. 2018. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Utah fans, have a wonderful rest of your day, and especially up till kickoff. Enjoy your day, and as always, go Utes!